Hello and welcome to the OGV Energy Podcast with me, your host, Andy McKay. I am joined by a fellow Andy, uh, Andy Marwood from uh, Online Electronics. Um, Andy is the Managing Director, so I have absolute privilege of uh, enjoying a, a, a thorough conversation. So Andy, how are you and um, could you tell us a wee bit about yourself? Uh, well, firstly, as you've already said, I'm called Andy. I'm very well, thank you. Uh, and thanks for, for taking the time uh, and giving us the opportunity at Online Electronics to participate in the podcast. Uh, my name is Andy Maud. I'm the Managing Director here at Online. Uh, I've been here for seven years now, uh, started in late 2015. Um, prior to that, I was with a business called Pipeline Engineering for 17 years, which was predominantly a pipeline pigging uh, business. Uh, so my my background, if you will, is 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 pipeline pigging, which was a nice fit with online electronics because they were um, a requirement of pipeline pigging through their pig signaling uh, and and pig tracking uh, business. Um, which kind of leads on, I guess, to an introduction to to online and the IK group. So I joined online after it was acquired by the IK group, um, which was early 2015, the acquisition. IK Group uh, is based in Norway. It formally started in 1987, but was subject to a management buyout in 2006. And from then, it's, it's done a tremendous job. It's grown from around about 20 people to in excess of 200 today. It justifiably earns its tagline of brilliant engineering, uh, and it's really, really focused uh, mechanically in really complex uh, subsea repairs. Um, the AOGV, which is the add-on gate valve, which allows people in certain circumstances to continue production whilst um, performing shutdowns in certain parts of the plants, the facility pipeline, so on and so forth, and their topside solutions. Um, Online actually rolls up um, within the pipeline services uh, division of the IK group. So online actually started in 1996 uh, and it started as a business making instruments to track pigs um, acoustically and electromagnetically and, and also through pig passage signaling or pig signaling uh, initially uh, magnetically um, and it's it's really really grown candidly um, online started with a small premises uh, somewhere in Aberdeen before my time um, and it's now grown it moved to Ockmill Road and now we're out just past the airport at Blackburn uh, we've got uh, offices in Singapore Kuala Lumpur by Anne Houston as well obviously as Aberdeen um, and yeah uh, we're 25 years old in 2021 which is a tremendous success. Thank you all have had the silverware out for the big uh, 25 25 years so that's uh, that's good to hear. We, we, we Covid deferred it but yes we certainly celebrated yeah. Brilliant brilliant well it shows that the, the iCreek group as a whole obviously seeing that there was a huge amount of potential within the online electronics so can you tell us a little bit more about the systems that you offer maybe outside the more traditional scope yeah i, I can so we're known traditionally for pig tracking um and then we we have become known more latterly for pig signaling as well um, which has been a good growth area for us but because we have a, a strong r d team here we interface with customers as much as we possibly can we've developed lots of other products so the 6000 sd data logger um, is a 
product which allows you to measure temperature and pressure uh, at depth. Um, you can actually set it up so that it will tell you when you've passed a DNV 101 hydro test. Um, we've got the MEGART system, which enables you to verify that you have uh, conditioned uh, a pipeline properly, typically a, a gas pipeline, which requires conditioning uh, prior to being put into service to mitigate hydrate formation. Um, that system operates, um, well, theoretically down to 3000 meters. And we've got many other systems actually that can provide additional assurance during pre-commissioning. So this might be the smart gauge tool. Um, this might be uh, temperature monitoring equipment. There are many, many other things that we can do because we've got a quite a diverse and skilled R&D team here. Um, and we, we actively seek to engage customers to learn what their challenges and problems are uh, such that we can, we can help develop solutions. And in the best cases, those solutions um, actually become future products. The 6000 SD and MegArts would, would both fall into that category. Fantastic. It's nice to see that the, the company isn't essentially stuck in its ways. It is moving with the times. It is diversifying to fit in with the emerging markets that we are seeing, especially from oil and gas and obviously the renewable sector. You mentioned earlier that obviously you celebrate the, the 25th uh, anniversary of uh, online electronics, obviously deferred party, as you said, with with um, COVID situation. But there's been so much happening in your area in the, in, in the realm of technology. Can you tell us a little bit more about what those advancements have meant for uh, the company that, and maybe the impact that has had on the product development? Yeah, so we, we all know um, we all know our iPhones, our Androids, uh, we all know about Bluetooth. Um, it, really, those things all roll up underneath digitalization. Uh, so we now, um, in R&D and in cross our thinking, we don't just think of hardware and firmware. We think very much of software. Um, so nearly all of our products now are, are developed with much more digitalization in mind and much more communication um, capability in mind and that's had a big effect on the products themselves and obviously the the R&D team so so our R&D engineers will now do software development as well as firmware development we've also brought um, mechanical engineering in-house so that's had a big impact the impact of that has been felt by our customers. Um, so we actually have apps uh, and software which are all uh, downloadable um, on the internet um, for the benefit of our customers. Um, so it's really changed how the products work, how we run the products. Um, again, to the benefit of the customers, and I don't see that stopping. Uh, for a long, long time, I think we'll we'll keep going down this uh, digitalization and, and software track. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Even um, my short period of time in the, in the energy industry, it's amazing how quickly things move on. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about the, the markets you are maybe had previously worked in, but now the markets you're currently working in? Um, and what's maybe changed? Uh, what changes have you personally seen um, in the past few ah, years? Well, <laughs> yeah, so... Okay, so online uh, started in the in the North Sea, really, uh, and it started uh, supplying some of the pig manufacturers with pig tracking equipment, which is you know entirely expected. Um, 
online itself then set up the the offices in in Singapore, Houston, um, and Dubai originally, and and sought to use those as export footprints for its um, tracking business. And that was very, very successful. There was lots of new pipeline installation uh, offshore. Um, there's a little bit of difference between onshore and offshore pig tracking during uh, off um, installation processes. What's happened more recently is that we've actually taken the pig signal product more so into the onshore and the topside market. And we've had a good degree of success with that. Um, lots of challenges with local certification um, and certification through notified bodies that we've had to deal with and overcome. But that's been that's been fine, just time consuming. So that has now become quite a sizable market for us. Um, and we, we again, we expect that market to grow, particularly as the operators are seeking now to move away from let's call them legacy or historical um, product or instrument solutions um, when you can move to something that would completely mitigate the chance of any hydrocarbon leakage. And that's what the vast majority of our products do, actually. Um, they're, they're designed in a way that they're non-intrusive on the pig signaling side, at least, such that there cannot be any um, any loss of containment. Uh, so those those markets are now moving quite nicely for us. Brilliant. And obviously we had the um, online electronics uh, advert in the latest issue of the OGB Energy magazine, which focused on obviously hydrogen and CCS. Um, it mentions that your products are certified for use in hydrogen pipelines. But how do you think this market will develop um, and what do you think that means for, for the company going forward? So, okay, so there's a, there's a couple of things on that. Firstly, um, all of our pig signals are effectively already hydrogen certified. Um, so they're 2C, um, which means they're hydrogen certified. Uh, hydrogen is, it, it is easier to contain hydrocarbon gas than it is hydrogen gas um, or, or common old garden gas. Um, so what what we see is that the technological challenge uh, coming from the use of hydrogen, be that 100% pure hydrogen or blended hydrogen, um, will mean that customers are much more likely to move from legacy technologies to more modern technologies like ourselves. We believe that there will be more pipeline installation um, particularly onshore actually, as sources of hydrogen um, are brought to market and there is the need to move that hydrogen around. We actually believe that for that, Western Europe is probably going to lead. Uh, so we see that as a, a good opportunity. We see a bit of rejuvenation of some um, legacy markets, if you will, with hydrogen coming through. Um, we see opportunities in that for the R&D teams as well. With CCS, we see that because there is or there is appearing to be a recognition that we need to store carbon where we're still producing traditional oil and gas, and that in some of those geographical markets, there'll be a good opportunity uh, for carbon capture and storage. And again, uh, the current product range that we have uh, will satisfy that. And we also believe that the, the, some of the things we're looking at in the R&D team will help 
um, with the assurance of those pipelines in particular before they are put into service. So we see the market moving. We see the kickoff as a start point of of hydrogen implementation being earlier, let's say, in Western Europe. We then think it will spread globally. We see that CCS um, might start at a similar time, but in different locations. So it's going to be quite an interesting kind of blended marketplace over the next few years. Absolutely. Well, that leads us nicely on to what my, actually my next question was going to be. What what do you see in the future for online electronics? So we've touched on on the, the hydrogen uh, market and a little bit geographically, but can you give me a little bit of an insight of what maybe the plans are for immediate future and, and maybe a bit more long term? Yeah, so immediate future is an interesting one. So obviously it's been quite a rocky time um, for, for traditional oil and gas, let's say, and it's to some extent there's been a degree of rejuvenation. Um, supply chain obviously is still a challenge, but in the immediate future we uh, are seeking to capitalise on, on some of the work we've done um, over the last 12 to 24 months in in developing uh, new customers, in um, convincing customers that our alternative uh, technology, particularly for pig signaling, is a better solution. So we we want to capitalise on that. And then obviously we've got two other elements to this. One, we've got the hydrogen certified uh, signalers. So we, we want to take those into the hydrogen market as early as possible. Obviously, that's still in its very early stages. But I think equally uh, important is, is ensuring that the R&D team and the commercial teams are continually talking to customers and and understanding and realizing what those customers and client-led challenges are such that we can we can use what we've learned uh, on digitalization and software and what we already knew uh, to bring around some new um, innovative technologies that kind of meet the demands of um of the energy future, if you will, uh, and also allow us to to continue to to grow the business. Um, so there's there's kind of non-stop, if you will. We we've got to make sure that all all parts of the engine are firing to keep going. Absolutely. So on that, obviously looking towards you know fantastic growth in in different sectors and and actually growing the team, etc. What would you say is going to be the most difficult? issue for you guys going forward is it going to be a skill shortage is it going to be supply issues is it going to be certification a very open question but i'm i'm interested to hear your opinion andy yeah so the only one of those that doesn't keep me awake at night is certification because we've become very competent at that um <laughs> supply supply chain has been and i think certainly for the, the remainder of this year and part of next year will remain a problem uh, or a challenge um People is is also a challenge. Candidly, uh, we're based in Aberdeen, and it is it is not to fill positions as quickly as one would want to um, at the moment. So that's still a challenge. And whilst some of the world has opened up or fairly well opened up, I would say post COVID, we're still experiencing. Um, a lack of direct face-to-face -face customer engagement in in some parts of the world, which we, we, you know, we're working really hard to rectify, but we have to respect customers' positions on on these issues as well. Um, what what we do find is that whilst teams and 
all of the other systems that provide that kind of service have been tremendous and are tremendous. There is a point at which um, either very early on in the infancy of discussions with new customers and, and perhaps late on as, as we're getting close to actually executing something, um, face-to-face meetings are still really, really important. Um, that actually is one of the other challenges we've got, particularly because we're trying to bring people across to new technology and because we're trying to work really closely with customers to develop new ideas to solve the problems that they've got, some of those things are best done over a table. Yeah, absolutely. I think there, there's a lot that comes out in a face-to-face meeting conversation that that wouldn't have come out otherwise. On that, do you do you foresee online electronics looking into more face-to-face exhibitions and and shows, for for instance? Um, or is that on your on your scope for this this year? No, that's that. That's definitely something that we're doing. So we will be part. Of, we are participating in Adlipec this year. We will have um, representatives at the Next Oil Show in Brazil. Uh, we will have a representative at uh, Gas Tech in Milan. We will be participating in another show in November in Aberdeen, actually, and we will be participating in the next. Um, PPIM, uh, which will be early next year, and we are actively looking for other shows, exhibitions, seminars, etc., which will help us um, speak to slightly different client groups, which will help us learn more about what we perhaps need to develop for um, some of these onshore systems, some of these deep water subsea systems, so on and so forth. So, yeah, absolutely, we are yeah. we're seeking to get after it. It's it's going to be a very busy time over L- online electronics HQ, I would imagine. Um, so no, that it's brilliant to hear that. Um, obviously, everything is starting to move forward. Obviously, uh, now the um, post-COVID things are starting to move a little bit quicker, thankfully. Um, and it's good to see that you're obviously d- diversifying so many different sectors, especially in in um, in the region of hydrogen, which is definitely an exciting uh, exciting sector to be part of. So Andy, thank you very much for participating in our podcast. One last thing before we go, if if people are wanting to get in touch with online electronics and, and find out more, where, where would you put them? Uh, AB210PS, come and <laughs> actually physically see us. We would always advocate that. Um, if not, if you go to uh, www.online-electronics.com, you will get access to the contacts for all the offices. Um, so and there's likely to be one um, in or around your, your own time zone. And if not, we're here, uh, 01224-714-714. Perfect. I like that. You heard it, heard it here first. Andy will be the first one putting the kettle on for you when you pop round. And if you can't pop round there, then feel free to head to the website. Andy, thank you so much for your time. And uh, thank you so much for listening to the OGB Energy podcast. Thank you very much.